Hello, and welcome to the homeschool planning period. This is Tamu. And this is Kim with tips, tools, and tricks while quarantine teaching in 2020. Well, our tip for today is Dorothy, we're not in public school anymore. Last episode, we talked about checking on and ensuring that your child's workspace was set up the night before the school started or before your school day. For families with multiple children and grade levels, go ahead and just clone yourself. But seriously, you may need to use multiple rooms because it will be a fight zone if you don't address it. Having everyone in the same on the same table usually causes problems at my house anyways. I have three kids and they're usually in three separate areas. Kitchen table, mm-hmm, dining absolutely. room, office, just find somewhere just not together. I try to keep them off the couch or the floor so they are sitting without straining their backs or using bad posture. We want them to develop good study habits and keep in mind we want to circle back and make sure that we are supporting our big goals or our mission statement. So let's just jump right into the list of seven. So first things first, we want to check our workspace for basic uh, ergonomics, right? So will their feet touch the floor with the chair that they're using? Is the computer screen that they need at the right height? And as Tamu was mentioning, working from the couch is great for a little while, but um, after a while, it's going to hurt you if you do it all day, every day. So when these little people leave your house, you want them to know how to study for long-term success. Number two, if you can, differentiate each family member's workspace. So I'm going to have kind of, even if I have them in the same room, if I have to do that, I'm going to have a desk for each child that's or a space that's carved out specifically for them so they can feel like they have their own space. Um, mm-hmm. So even if it's just a corner, right? They need to have a space that feels like theirs and they, they can kind of put their stuff around as they want to feel control of their day. Number three, make sure the workspace provides a quiet environment, right? The TV should not be on, the student, you know, other folks shouldn't be talking. There shouldn't be a whole lot of distraction, right? So even if they're watching a class online, um, if they're sharing the room with another person, make sure that they have headphones so that the noise of the class doesn't distract others. Number four, make sure there is ample lighting. I love natural light. Natural light is wonderful. But if the space um, is not by a good window or if, you know, it's at night, Make sure they have a good lamp. And actually, I would, I would say you need both. Um, but make sure they have a, a nice lamp um, that's not the ceiling light, but it's actually a lamp that's down low so that it lights, illuminates the reading um, area. Uh, like number five, make sure their workspace is both functional and beautiful. So you're going to make sure that they have extra space um, for a keyboard or next to the keyboard that they have space for the mouse and they have additional space that they can either put a book down or write things down. So you're going to have, you know, you want to have kind of a, a, maybe a good three feet of area so that they can have different things to work on and have space. Um, Secondly, I love having plants. <laughs> so I love plants for, for oxy- <laughs> oxygen and beauty. So one of the things I often put on the desk for each of my children is a little plant. 
Um, ferns are great. They, um, they can take a lot of abuse and still look beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so number six, we can't say this enough. Have your stuff handy, your supplies, right? I love containers. I love containers. Like, woo, I love containers. So um, pens, pencils, calculators, crayons, tissues, a stapler. You, you know, you want to be able to corral those items into a container that's easy to kind of move around. And also a whiteboard, a small whiteboard and some dry erase markers. Those are key, especially for uh, you as the kind of instructor. Lastly, um, a, a big box or basket for their books so that they can kind of take them off the desk or um, maybe even move them around, but they have their own basket for their own books. Everything basically needs a place, right? And lastly, number seven, number seven, number seven, we're going to encourage you to incorporate some outside time with your schoolwork. So that's part of the workspace, right? Some subjects you can easily take outside and if it's a light day or maybe as a treat after you complete an assignment or it can be just part of the work day, make sure you take it outside. You can have a picnic with your book. You can encourage them to soak up the sun. You can walk around. Um, they can walk around the neighborhood maybe and recite their spelling words. You know, just really mm -hmm. encourage your kids to enjoy the outsides and also enjoy your children as you do this. I really like those. But listen, these are some wonderful tips, but know your people. Know the little people that you are dealing with. I'm done with just about everything except for the plant on the desk. <laughs> I am confident that there will be a bald plant on each desk at my homeschool. Um, because for whatever reason, my children take pleasure in popping leaves, especially ferns. They just rip the whole thing off. Like, you know, look at this. But so th that wouldn't work for me. But you have to know what will work for you. So, um, guys, you know, and let me just say this, that when I first started homeschooling, Kim was a huge influence on my school. Um, and But remember, after a while, no two schools are going to be the same. So use these excellent yep. tips as a guide to create order and structure for your school. And um, like I said, I could do all of those except for the plant. And depending on the season, we may not be able to go outside because we suffer from allergies. Um, but if the pollen count is low, catch me outside. Uh, I hope this has been helpful for you guys. Remember to approach this season with gratitude and grace. Big up to Harrison for merging our voices. So full disclosure, I am at my home and Kim is at hers and her second child merges our audios so that the podcast can flow. Another big up to Juju on the Beat for composing our jingle. Who knew that you were composing our theme song while you played the guitar riding around on your ripstick in the house? Your mom apologizes for, you know, yelling at you to stop. And thank you to my daughter for helping me to, pod to upload this podcast on iTunes because we had no idea what we were doing. Uh, huge thanks to our husbands who allow us to disappear for hours at a time to figure out how to do this uh it was definitely harder than we thought we appreciate and love you guys also if you haven't already listened to the inspire power podcast with our full interview with jane kong please look for it wherever you listen to your podcasts and that's i-n-s-p-i-r-e dot e-m-p-o-w 
and then in brackets her uh so what else don't forget to email us with any questions that you may have at quarantteaching2020 at gmail.com q-u-a-r-n q-u hold on q-u-a-r-a-n-t-e-a-c-h-i-n-g-2020 at gmail.com i promise i can read and don't forget to like our facebook page at the homeschool planning period well this episode is in the books until next planning period keep washing your hands with soap and be the teacher you want your child to have <laughs>